screw you there must be another way <laughs> what's that from <laughs> harry potter yes <laughs> no you can't <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third episode of our Twilight Saga series and the BYOB podcast, but you already know what this is if you're listening to us. I'm Nikki. And I'm Kelly. (laughs) And I am really excited to talk to you about this because this read-through for me changed my mind about a lot of things (laughs) in too many directions. (laughs) But before we hop into it all the way and hear our thoughts and feelings, Kelly is going to read the synopsis for us. In the dead silence, all the details suddenly fell into place for me with a burst of intuition. Something Edward didn't want me to know. Something that Jacob wouldn't have kept for me. It was never going to end, was it? But it is going to end in the next book. Oh my god! So sad. I'm still holding out hope, though, that there there will be another series. Right? Yeah. But another series, like, with the same characters or with new characters? I kind of want the same characters. Even though I feel like that means it's going to be about Jacob and Regurgitate. But, like, (laughs) I don't even care. I want to see what she's going to do with it, even if I'm really icked out. (laughs) I don't know, man. <laughs> I can't. I, I'm like dreading. I'm dreading that moment. I know in Eclipse, they were really foreshadowing hardcore of what's to come. And yeah. I'm just like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to read it. <laughs> I know. So what what were your thoughts about this book? This was the first book that you like didn't really remember a whole lot about, right? Oh my god, yeah. I was blindsided. By one part. And yeah, you were. Yeah. <laughs> I messaged Nikki and I was like, I am shooketh. And I was telling my husband, and he's like, I don't understand. Like, whose team are you on? I'm like, it's not about that, Scott. I'm shooketh. And he was <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Does Bryce know much about this series? Um, I think he knows a fair bit. I think he's seen all of the movies. Oh, really? And just last week, I got him and my mom actually to watch Twilight and New Moon with me. Oh so <laughs> he's fully up to date on the first two books now. And now that we're recording a clip, so I'm going to get him to watch that with me too. <laughs> okay. Because Scott doesn't know like anything about it. Oh. He, many moons ago, before I was with him, he went on a date with someone and he saw the third movie. So he saw Eclipse out of context. He had oh, no idea what was going on. That's confusing. And so this whole time I've been telling him like, okay, this is what's going on. Bella is a girl. Edward is a vampire. Jacob is her friend. But now he's turning into a werewolf. And like, <laughs> Bella and is like, a girl. What? End of story. Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, anyways, I just, I needed to know because Scott has been in the dark and I'm like, what? How could you not know this? So I'm glad Bryce knows something. Yeah. has good grief. He liked um, the movies when he was young. Oh, like, really? Yeah, because he, well, he's um quite a bit younger than you and I. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not that much younger than you, but. <laughs> he's, well, he's four years younger than me, which puts him at like around 10 when Twilight came out. Oh, my God. Maybe the movie, yeah. So oh, sweet summer child, yeah, yeah, <laughs> or maybe even nine, eight or nine. Oh my god, I can't remember if I was thirteen or fourteen. But anyway, he was he was young enough to not have like the stigma of it being like this is a girl movie. So he liked the movies when he okay. was young, young, but hadn't really seen them since then. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> but um, he has been listening to my Team Edward versus Team Jacob struggle. But I think um, <laughs> at this point, I'm I'm not Team anybody. Yeah. 
I, uh, I'm team Angela. I want Angela to leave Ben. (laughs) I'm having a whole different crisis now because (laughs) I was so excited for this reread because when I reread them last year, I had such a good time. And now I find myself wondering, was this the worst mistake of my life? (gasps) Not of my life, for real. (laughs) But I am falling out of love with characters that I had felt so strongly about (laughs) Edward. Mm -hmm. And now I don't know what anything in my life means. Oh, no. What is happening to me? And last last time we had talked ourselves up so much and I was so team Jacob at the end of that recording. <laughs> yeah. I just felt so strongly that I loved him so much. And then I mm-hmm. go into this book and what did yeah. you even rate this book? So, okay. At the end of the day, I think I gave it a four, but I would say I like this. <sighs> There are parts of this that I liked better than New Moon as a whole, but I think as a whole, this book had a lot of, like, slow stuff for me, like, a lot of build of, like, there's going to be a fight, or, like, oh, Jacob and Edward are fighting over me, and Jacob's being a tool, which I thought, and I get it, Edward's back, so things are going to be different, but I really thought that Stephanie kind of wrote him differently this book yeah and then she like flip-flopped a few times and i was like what the heck like this is not okay and she also did that with edward and i was like what the heck you know so there are moments i really liked um but moments that i was like okay can we move on from this so and a couple things that like I learned this time around that I didn't know the first time that I'm kind of like, oh boy, which we'll definitely talk about. Yeah. So I think I settled on a four, but I want to say it's slightly above New Moon overall. Okay. Yeah. What about you? <sighs> my rating on Goodreads <laughs> is a four. Okay. And that's from my last read. I think okay. it. I had taken it down from a five star to a four. Mm. And... I don't know what it was if I've just been kind of in a reading slump, so I haven't been really motivated to pick the book up. I was telling Kelly before I finished 57% of this book last night and this morning listening to it on 2.3 times speed. So, um, yikes. Yeah. (laughs) It was boring for me this time around. Like you said, there were some things that I liked. I liked the bed that he put in his room for her. Oh. That was fun. I was like, the bed? Oh, yes. I liked (laughs) Rosalie telling her her fucked up story. Mm -hmm. I liked Billy telling everybody at the fire the ancestry of how the Quilliots became Wolfmen. But it was like very singular things that I found I enjoyed that didn't really have anything to do with the overarching story. (laughs) And at the end, the last 25%, I just felt like it dragged on forever. We get it. Mm. Go to the top of the mountain. Kill the girl. Come down. Charlie likes Edward again. Blah, 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 blah. Let's be done with it. Yeah. So I feel like I'm sitting closer to a three now with this book. But okay. I don't really know. I'm <laughs> I'm excited for Breaking Dawn. Lots of crazy stuff happens in that book. This and was I, just like a bridge to, to that. Well, I barely remember that one, too. I only remember the Renesmee thing. Oh. So like this book, I only remembered that there was a fight, I think. I didn't remember the army of newborns. I didn't remember the love triangle suddenly becoming very like king arthur-esque which we're going to talk more about (laughs) but one of the things i learned this time around which you reminded me of when you said you liked the part where billy was telling the creation tale yeah i didn't know that jacob's tribe is a real tribe yeah because when i read this i was 
a preteen did not know and like we were not educated on indigenous matters at all yeah. you know what i mean and so now we're doing the work to try to you know do better as we move forward and i had no idea that they're real people that she took a story and she like made it supernatural kind of thing right and so i'm kind of like oh god stephanie like could you not have done that could you have just done something else you know like yeah even if you wanted to keep that tribe because they're in that area you know like you could have done something else and not like culturally appropriated their creation myth you know like right i don't know yeah i wasn't sure if that story that she told was based on real stories that that tribe had mm-hmm. i do remember reading that it is a real tribe and yeah. so reading through this time and knowing that that part was going to come up i was like hmm, i wonder i think you know this series is a big part of the pop cultural zeitgeist whatever um of our youth and so i think like it's it's definitely interesting reading it today because at the time it was still a problem but no one was talking about it right yeah and so it is really interesting to read it now and be like oh we're older we know more there's more information available to us you know like you can still enjoy the series there's nothing wrong with us enjoying the series but i am like that didn't need to happen. That could have been changed, you know, like when you were writing it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which it's a shame because that was one of the best parts of the book. <laughs> right. And I also, um, the Jasper thing, I remember oh. people being <laughs> mad about him being a Confederate soldier, which I get. Yeah. But I was like, he just was a terrible person in general. Yeah. When I was reading his, like, backstory, I was yeah. like, I'm so over Jasper. And the fact that the Cullens trust him as much as they do when he's yeah. the newest to the group and he treated people and vampires like complete shit. Like, what? I think the thing for me with Jasper is that there is absolutely no redeeming character arc on that. Yeah. There is no point where he says, you know, but having been, not that he would say it like this, having been educated um, (laughs) on, like, the ways of the world, uh, maybe fighting for the Confederation wasn't the best thing to do, and I feel very, like, abhorred by my demeanor towards <laughs> other people of my species and humankind. Um, like, that doesn't happen. No. And I really think that I could have forgiven all of that stuff, even if there was just one line like that. I would have right. said, you know, it was decades ago. Decades, decades, decades. Over 100 years ago? I don't yeah. know. It was a long-ass time ago. So, you know everybody changes and you've had a lot of time to change and yeah yeah you were like he was even human when he was a confederate soldier and you only Mm -hmm. know what you're brought up with yeah with your family and your political uh like surroundings whatever. whatever yeah yeah so sure whatever but it's just the fact that there was no Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, <laughs> about the I've whole had thing. Centuries to think about this, and yet I have not done a thing. <laughs> and the fact that Alice saw him before they got together, and she didn't have any kind of thought of maybe he needs to prove himself to me before I'll actually take him as my mate. She just goes, mm-hmm. "I've been waiting for you," and he goes what does he go like okay sure like yeah i'll, go. I'll, I'll hang around hey pretty lady yeah, yeah. oh yeah Ugh. and you know what i don't believe for a second that his power only calms people i don't believe it for a second no i don't believe it especially his background he was like a warlord yeah for vampires and that's the thing like he didn't treat real people well and then when he was a vampire he was just using them as like cattle you know what i mean yeah no remorse none at all then he just meets alice he's like oh i guess there could be another way (laughs) screw you there must be another way (laughs) what's that from (laughs) harry potter (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> okay, speaking of Alice, how fucking annoying was she this book? You know, she gets a hundred times more annoying when you're listening to somebody narrate her <laughs> on 2.3 times speed. <laughs> Bella, please, please, please. You're going to regret it. Edward will let you. Oh, like, shut up. Yeah. How old is she? When was she turned? I think she's pretty young. Clearly. So how come she stays an annoying child, basically, and Edward is like, yeah. I don't know. Stick in the mud. <laughs> also, the older I get and the more we talk about their ages of when they died, the more I feel like this is the most unbelievable thing ever. Who <laughs> right? is who is going to believe that Carlisle at what the ripe age of looking nineteen is going to be a doctor and is have, he nineteen? No, probably like he's young though. He's like really like young, early twenties, I think. Yeah, yeah, is a doctor and. Somebody actually let him adopt these fully grown children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. And they're all dating each other. Yeah. And Alice <laughs> is like, really feels like she should be 16. Yeah. If that. Or 15, really. Mm-hmm. And then we have Jasper, the Confederate soldier, who's Ugh. what, uh, like, I don't even know how old he is in his 20s. They can't all be 17. Like, right? I know. <sighs> Rosalie was 18, 18. I think. Yeah. Yeah, because we hear her story. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old Emmett was. Yeah, we don't know, like, anything about Emmett. Emmett is just, like, there. He's balling. He's just, like, smiley and buff. Balling in the background. <laughs> What a lucky guy. <laughs> He's like a bro. He's a perma bro, you know? Yeah. He'd probably be an F boy if he hadn't been turned. But he's like, I'm just here forever, stuck with this hot chick. You know, like, I'm just living yeah. the life. <laughs> I wish that there was more interaction that you see between Rosalie and Emmett because I really don't mm-hmm. get it. He's so fun and she is such a stick in the mud. Yeah. And perfect for Edward, honestly. <laughs> Like, yeah, she's hot. I mean, Bella tells us all the time how hot she is. Constantly. Every time we see her. Constantly. She's a supermodel. She's so beautiful. <laughs> Look at her legs or, like, whatever. Yeah. It's always, like, some weird shit. That's why I'm just saying. Bella, potentially bye. Bella's, like, a creepy old man. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, you should cover up, Rosalie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. But, oh, yeah, man. and then he's emmett's just totally on board with whatever bella wants to do and if i was rosalie i would be like who are you dating who are you dating (laughs) also married to they're married really yeah but they're like vampire married so (laughs) like swingers (laughs) probably (laughs) probably whenever the the scent hits the breeze they're like oh (laughs) a new person or not a person a new vampire (laughs) maybe i don't know but okay speaking of the dynamics between this family i was so annoyed this entire book because i feel like it was more pronounced this time around why is everyone listening to edward all the time isn't carlisle the leader of the pack right like he's the dad fell for the leader of the pack pack. thank you that's what i was thinking of (laughs) (laughs) not the wolf pack yes (laughs) But, like, literally, the entire book, they were, like, looking to him for the next move. Or, like, what do you think? When Bella's like, let's take a vote. Was that in this book? Of when I should be turned? I can't remember anymore. I don't remember. But that happens at some point. They I take a it vote. was the last book. Probably. Yeah. It was, like, when they get home. Yeah. From Italy. Was that just oh, the last yes. book? Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. I just, yeah, yeah, they are. They really are. (laughs) But I just couldn't believe, like, Carlisle has been around for, like, 600 years or something, okay? Yeah, and and they're all listening to this twerp. 
Yeah, who's like not even 200 years old. Like, what do you know? What do you right? know, Edward? Nothing. <laughs> he is like a hundred. Yeah. Hundred and five. Wow. Yeah. Eleventy first, I don't know, but he's not that old. Okay. Carlisle has seen so many things to the point where he's a doctor. Okay. And also, Alice literally sees the future. Let's take a quick break. Ever flung a whodunit across the room on the grounds of incompetent sleuthing? Ian Pierce hasn't, because he's never read a whodunit in his life. He still boasts that he could solve one, though. Listen and learn as this self-appointed crime guru attempts to guide a private investigator to the truth in an original murder mystery written by Tom Knight. Welcome to The Directed Detective. So why are we listening to Edward? I mean, yeah. I feel like Edward's getting a lot of his information from Alice, mm -hmm. but maybe everybody just feels like Alice is so annoying they don't want to hear it come from her. So she passes yeah. it on to Edward, and Edward says it to everybody, and they're like, wow, you have a penis. You're so smart. Ugh. How? Okay. I know we haven't gotten there yet. How the hell are they supposed to have sex when he doesn't have blood? What would rush to his penis, okay? That's a great question that I legitimately haven't thought about because I'm still caught up on the fact that when she has her periods, mm -hmm. doesn't he want to chow down and, like, eat That's what I'm saying. Out? And Stephanie's like, it's not oxidized. I don't care. Yeah, that, I don't... smell her. I feel like that does not fucking matter. No. Like... Let the boy have his dessert. Let D her have her just Yeah. Right? Because... She deserves it after all this crap. Honestly, <laughs> if it's, like, the one thing they could do together that it doesn't have to hurt her, it can be fun, and he can get some of her stuff that he and wants, like, you know? get energy. Yeah. Multi-purpose. Yeah. Multi-purpose. Or, you know, go hunting, stock up on blood... Keep some vials near you. Go to town on her. Get the vial. Drink some when you need it. Get a little, little sip, okay? Yeah. So you don't go rabid and tear her face off or whatever. Or her vagina. Or that. But, like, there's a workaround, okay? If I were Bella, I'd be like, you just don't want to do it because I have a plan, okay? Also. And you can't read my mind, so you don't know it. If his yes, skin is so hard... She's always like, he's like stone. Yeah. Wouldn't his dick, like, assuming we can find a rationale for how it even stands. <laughs> or Stands! <laughs> is it always at attention and he just keeps it tucked to the side oh, because it's God. just like stone? But, like, isn't he just going to, like, bludgeon her to death with it? <gasps> like, well, she keeps... no wonder he's so worried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps comparing him to Michelangelo's David. And so now I'm just picturing David's little, little tiny penis and big testicles. <laughs> just this rock, like, swinging. No. I hate it. Ew. How does this even work? He can't, he can't get it up. He literally cannot. He doesn't have any blood. Does he have to, like, feed before every time? But, okay, but that blood isn't going through his veins. That blood's just going into his stomach. Right? I'm like, if he feeds before and it goes into his veins, then can he get a boner from <laughs> eating? That's inconvenient. He needs, he needs, like, a blood transfusion just to get it to go to his penis. He's got to transfuse the penis. That sounds like... Because he's going to die. You could never have spontaneous sex. No. It would have to be planned no. every time, and that never works. No. No. 
this is just it, yeah and then like i have so many questions because then what's going to happen well i know it's going to happen but like why would anything come out why would anything that's the thing too oh <laughs> stephanie i have questions this well, makes just so much like sense pushing now it, pushing powder out of there now oh. like, chalk marble yeah yeah <laughs> yeah god well i'm just like okay now now that i know that she that stephanie is mormon these things make sense to me because bella was asking him in this book when she was like i want to have sex with you but she didn't say it because she was too embarrassed which right i get it because your boyfriend is a rock and he doesn't want to talk about it and yeah. blah blah blah. because you've never had a real conversation yeah yeah and she's like I want to have sex. What if after I'm a vampire, I don't feel the same way and I don't want to have sex? And he says something along the lines of like, your urges change when you're a vampire. Yeah. And I'm like, so is Stephanie trying to sell me this idea that when you're a vampire, you don't have any sexual arousal? Because all the literature, all the vampire literature, as you know, Nikki, would suggest otherwise. otherwise. (laughs) Yes. Heavily. I think the only thing real vampires think about is blood and sex. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And that's fine. Like, yeah. That's that's who they are. That's what they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. But in the fourth, I don't know if it, it says this in the book, because I don't remember everything that happened in the book, every mm-hmm. word that was said. But Shock. in the movie, <laughs> um, they say like oh like they give them their own like little house when they get married and bella's like this is so nice and she says something about like rosalie and emmett and edward says oh yeah there were like whole years when we couldn't be around them because they were just basically fucking all the time (laughs) so maybe it's just edward maybe edward's dick is broken (laughs) And he's sad about it, but he doesn't want to tell her that he's, yeah. like, just not got a penis or something. Or he just is not interested in sex. And that's why he's like, I will be cucked. Cucked? Cucked. Cucked. I will be cucked. How Shakespearean of me. <laughs> the, just the way Edward would have wanted it. Yes. <laughs> But, like, okay, we got to go there now because we're already on that train, on that <laughs> toxic gossip train <laughs> to Forks. Um, <laughs> like, okay, the part that shook me so hard, like, my jaw dropped and I, I didn't even know what to do. So, first of all, Jacob assaults Bella. Yep. Did not remember that, but yep. a mutual friend of ours reminded me before I read it, and I was like, ew, what? So when I read it, I was like, ugh, this is awful. I'm not on Jacob's team anymore. I hate this. And then near the end of the book, literally minutes before they have this big out brawl with the werewolves and the vampires and the newborn vampires, they have this weird argument because Jacob's like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let myself die in this brawl and she's like no jacob no and then he like makes her ask him to kiss him so she does out of like desperation even though she doesn't want to kiss him and then they start to kiss and she like basically lets him do whatever he wants again but then suddenly she's like i let my guards down or whatever and she just let herself feel and she like makes out with him back and then we have this super sensual and passionate section where i was like what the fuck and then they stop kissing and he's like that's how our first kiss should have been like and then he goes and fights and i'm like i said to nikki i was like if this isn't some king arthur drama bullshit i don't know what is and i'm living for it this is edward is king arthur jacob is lancelot she's guinevere what is going on what is going on too many things i didn't remember that yeah oh yeah they make do they do that in the movie yep what yeah 
what the heck that whole thing happens like her and edward talking and then jacob gets mad and she's like you knew he was there and edward's like well you had to find out sometime and then she goes to see jacob and she's like just kiss me and it was like and they were boys and (laughs) 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 um but yeah so that all happens in the movie too i you know i guess i'm not excusing the assault that's not what i'm trying to say but no i can see why i don't know okay i don't see why he kept doing it after she pushed him Mm -hmm. but i could see why he would try to shoot his shot but you lean in she pushes you away that should be the end of that like well even though she's a little dumb and she's really weak she still knows like what she wants Mm -hmm. for the most part and i think in that moment her deciding she does not want to kiss you should be enough for you to not try to kiss her yeah you know and then when she tells you, I think of it as sexual assault, you don't laugh and say, you're being dramatic. Yeah. And then her dad was like, good for you, Jacob. Like, get out of here, Sheriff right. Dad. Right. Ugh. I was and this is why women don't tell people when they're assaulted. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's not funny. I'm not laughing. I was really grossed out. And yeah. he's her best friend. Yeah. That's why I felt like this was a huge flip-flop from the 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 last book, from New Moon. Mm-hmm. Because he was so caring. And yes, their relationship was still weird because, like, she's kind of taking advantage of him, but she's also, like, upfront to him. But then this book, he, like, assaults her. He's really immature and disgusting. And then they have this, like, really heated moment, and she's like, I'm in love with you, but I'm, like, spiritually or, like, soulfully connected to Edward, you know? Like, he's my eclipse. (sighs) Yeah. Nothing can shine through an eclipse or whatever she says. Ugh. Barf. I don't like that they find a way to work all the title names into these books. (laughs) it happens in every book and it always surprises me and i don't know why because it's gross yeah and why is it a ribbon on here because they're playing tug of war over her (gasps) i don't know if that's why but that could be why and that isn't it broken isn't the ribbon broken yeah yeah it's like holding on by a thread (gasps) yeah Oh my god. <laughs> I'm a genius. Pure you are. genius. <laughs> I would have just been like, well, I liked the ribbon on here, so <laughs> I thought let's make it edgy. No, someone it. is gonna listen to this that knows something and they're gonna be like, there doesn't have to be symbolism in everything, just like <sighs> we are about everything else. But I mean, this time yeah. I'm like, it's a tug of war. <laughs> it's the rope that that symbolizes her soul hanging on to each of them for dear life. I mean, it's way better than being like, well, every other cover was black with one object, so I thought this object would do. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's all I could find in my clip art. <laughs> yeah, my my uh, my license was about to expire, so I was like, well, this works. Fits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. I really want to know what their rationale is behind the new covers with the stupid font that's like hyphenated and off center bullshit. Like I don't know, but it makes me want to write a strongly worded letter. Yeah, to not somebody. An email letter. A letter. It yes. needs to be real, <laughs> tangible. <laughs> or I can fax it to somebody. No oh, god. <laughs> Yeah. You got to tie it in a ribbon that's just holding on by a thread, though. Be like, this is my sanity. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at these covers. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The ugliest things. Seriously. That's why they came out with those white editions to, like, appease people, probably. They are so nice. I know. They're so nice, I won't even touch them. I took them out of the, the like, sleeve once. <laughs> Yeah. Because when we started this, I was going to read those versions. 
and I put my fingers on the white and just thought, I can't do this because I'm going to smudge something on them and then they're going to be sad. So I just put them back on the shelf and I've been reading them on my Kindle. (laughs) I mean, hey, (laughs) I found a couple I'm hoping are chocolate stains in my book because I bought them used. Ew. Yeah. And I'm just like, I hate this. The spine is like severely cracked and it's Uh a hard cover. Oh. So I'm like, what were you doing, bitch? Like, how are you reading this? I don't know. But you get what you pay for, Kelly. I should have kept my originals. That's the moral of the story. Yeah. I will never throw out a book again or donate a book again. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no. Okay. I, I had a thought earlier and then Jacob said it later in the book, and then I didn't feel smart anymore. Oh. But <laughs> because I was like, Bella and Jacob were meant to be together. Edward broke the natural cycle of things because he's oh. unnatural, and he's not supposed to be in Forks. Whereas Jacob is supposed to be in Forks. Bella's dad is in Forks, and her mom was there before, too. Mm-hmm. Their families are connected. They both have similarities of, like, their personalities, of having to take care of their parents, all these things. I'm like, they should have been together. But then because Edward is there, he kind of, like, shifted everything. Yeah. And so I am kind of like, if he weren't there, they probably would have gotten together. And then this whole stupid Renesmee thing wouldn't have happened, potentially. Yeah. Um. But... Whether they would be together forever, I don't know, because he probably wouldn't have been a werewolf. He wouldn't have imprinted all this stuff. I don't know. But then he says it later. Oh, yeah. Because right now he's so attracted to her because he is like into one of her eggs, basically. (gasps) Oh, my God. But he's yeah, he said he didn't imprint. Yeah. So he's he's lying. He's not imprinted on Bella. But when she has uh, Ragnarok in the next book, <laughs> I'm going to have to make a list. I can't keep this going forever. Ragnarok. Especially because we have to talk about her a lot in the next episode. But do we? <laughs> Fair. <laughs> um, when he imprints on her in the next book, he says, don't you see, this is why I, like, was so attracted to you because of her like i was waiting for her so basically he just really really loves one of her uh eggs one of her follicles i i'm so disgusted i can't even form a thought (laughs) get away from my eggs get away right but oh. yeah, so he doesn't imprint on Bella. Just feels very, very strongly for her. If this isn't pedophilia, I don't know what is. You know what I mean? And I know that, like, <laughs> he tries to explain it in this book with the other guy and oh, that yeah, like, two year old Jared, Jared yeah. or Quill. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know who, but like. He was like, oh, but it could be anything. It could be they're just best friends. Really? Really? Do you really believe that? Because I don't think so. What he was explaining sounded a whole lot like grooming. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it really weirds me out. Just, I think it would be different for me if a dude, like, imprinted on the kid like the two-year-old, and then they kept them separate Yes, until they were like 17, 18, depending on how old the, like, if the guy keeps shifting and he's 17 mm-hmm. and he stays 17 and then they let them kind of interact, mm-hmm. I would feel so much differently about that than you're going to become a major part of her life throughout every stage of her life so you're Mm going to change your diaper and be there like an uncle 
and then she's going to want to confide in you and you're going to spend time with her and then you guys are going to be friends and you're going to be like her older brother but then someday you're going to wake up and look at each other and you're going to be like i want to fuck that yeah that is weird it's so fucking weird yes and he's trying to explain it like don't be like that but i'm i agree with you if they like if the if the person I'll say person because Leah is also a werewolf oh, now. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. you can be a boy or a girl and be a werewolf, which I'm all for. Um, if the person imprints, I agree, they should separate from the person they've imprinted on because that gets weird. That's weird. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, there's like different, I feel like different ages this would work for. I'm talking like... 14 and under yeah if they're over 14 i'm not saying that they start a relationship but i think they can be in contact i think that's sure that's a little more fine there's like puberty is happening yeah but i don't know a newborn baby right right (sighs) it just and you'd think i know that they say they the person you're imprinted on becomes your world and all this stuff, well, isn't it worth having a little bit of, like, heartbreak for a while mm-hmm. to be able to be with them than, um, I don't know, have the, like, fucking weirdest di- relationship dynamic ever? Yeah, give them the freedom to choose and grow up and, you know, come to it on their own terms yeah. and not be like, well, I guess I'm connected to this person for forever yeah because i i do understand what he said about when bella says well what if she doesn't want him like that Mm -hmm. and he says why wouldn't she want him like that he's going to be everything she could ever want which i get Mm -hmm. because that's the point of the imprinting is that you found your perfect match or whatever yeah so cool whatever happy for you but did it have to be a baby no it didn't there are seven billion people in the world honestly there's only like eight and forks though apparently (laughs) my god and they're all vampires or werewolves or bella and jessica and lauren and charlie and mike So they're all vampires, werewolves, Bella, or tool bags. Yes. And Angela. <laughs> yes. That's why I'm team Angela, okay? Because she's, she's the only... Yeah, she's the only one who understands Bella, like, actually understands her. Mm-hmm. She respects her. She's there for her. She doesn't try to control her. Edward, I hated him at the beginning of this book, and then I got a little bit okay with him towards the end of it but i was like i don't believe you for a second yeah he got like too cool about everything so oh yeah you can you can go to the bonfire yeah yeah i agree that you'll be safe in la push you go Mm -hmm. there don't take the bracelet off because jacob is a part of your life yeah and i just feel like edward you're trying a little too hard agreed and i think it's showing yeah that's why I think he's being cucked. He's letting it happen. <laughs> because he's like, let her get her fill because yeah. I can't do it. And there you go. Because they have that passionate makeout. And then he's like, it's okay, Bella. Blah, blah, blah. Like, he's so understanding. And he's there well, and to he, comfort her. He says, basically, I will be with her in whatever way she wants me to be. Mm-hmm. I am here no matter what. She can cuck the fuck out of me and I'll still be here. Yeah. That's basically what he says. Yeah. Which I think this should have been an adult book because that would have been fun. I know. But if this were an adult book and they were all in their 20s, this would be a why choose. That tense scene would have been way different. Oh my God. I know. I didn't remember that. I was like, oh, right? <laughs> this is so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. But I'm living for oh my it. God. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But in the same... Okay, so I read an interview with Stephanie Meyer from a couple years ago from an online magazine. 
and she was talking about writing um, Midnight Sun. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there was one question that she wouldn't answer, and it was about, like, how do you feel re-entering this world um, knowing now how controversial your series has been, like, on several different topics or whatever? And she didn't answer that one. But anyways, the one that she did answer that I thought was interesting was that she never intended for this to be a YA book. Right. She wrote Twilight for herself with her own background and morals, whatever. And then it got picked up and it was marketed for teens. So she continued on. But like that kind of makes sense because we were talking in the first episode about how sensual it was. And like even though nothing explicit happens, it's still very sensual and like descriptive yeah. enough that you're like, oh my gosh, like as an adult reading it, you're like, oh wow. Like, yeah, you feel things. That's intimate. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting that in this book, also knowing now that Jacob is like her brother. All of her siblings' names are in this. Emily, no. Seth, no. <laughs> Jacob, Heidi, who is the vampire that brings down all of the the tourists down to the Volturi at the end of New Moon. Oh. Um Oh yeah. Oh god, yeah. yeah. Jacob, Seth, Emily, Heidi. Alice? There might be one more. I don't think so. But, I hope not, because Alice is annoying. Yeah. But anyway, all of her siblings are named. Uh, yeah. That's so bizarre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but definitely Jacob was not supposed to be this way, I don't think. No. At least I, I mean, I don't have siblings, but I would not name a character after my sibling if the main intention was for them to get with my main character. Because I just don't want... You know, it's the yeah. same the same reason if there was a romance book and the lead guy had the same name as my dad, I wouldn't read it because that's just fucking weird. Yeah. The same yeah. name as our dads. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> true. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, like that tent scene, if this were truly, truly <laughs> an adult romance book of today... Of this day in year 2023 of our Lord, that would have been why choose. That would have been like the prelude to a menage. Okay. And that's maybe, your brother. <laughs> maybe she she also felt like it should have gone that way, but for her own sanity, she couldn't make herself do it because you have some questions to answer at family reunions, I'm sure. Right. Or when you go to when you go to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints every Sunday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can't drink caffeine, but yeah. Yeah. You can write sex scenes about your brother and your, <laughs> God, <laughs> and no. your uh, no. fantastical uh, dream vampire boyfriend. Oh, God. I think, actually, you know what? It w Well, it could be a why choose if it were an adult book, but it also could be like a BDSM thing where like Edward is the dom and the other two do the things <laughs> that's true <laughs> because he apparently can't do any of it because he can't handle it but oh, then at what the if end it's like a masochist thing and he like watches mm. them to torture himself because he doesn't have a soul he doesn't have a soul yes. and so he like tortures himself emotionally by watching her have sex with other that's the ultimate cuck oh my god yeah, yeah. i think we need to write this. some twilight fiction. i know we keep like coming up with new scenarios. I know. We're on it. <laughs> but also, also on that note, something I noticed at the end of the book, though, was that Edward was like suddenly able to be more physical with Bella. And she was like, What? How is this so? And he's like, When I thought I'd lost you, I somehow got over it, which makes no fucking sense, Edward. That's yeah. why I don't trust him. That's why I'm team Angela, because Angela would never lie to Bella, okay? I don't know if they're attracted yeah. to each other. I don't care at this point. Bella needs a friend. Bella needs a real support system. Edward's a liar. Bella needs therapy. Yes. yes. I think I'm still 
teetering more on the Team Jacob side. Mm. <laughs> but, like, just a hair's breadth there. Like, yeah. my toe is still on the ledge because <laughs> it's just like you said, like he says in the book, they are real soulmates they're like real life soulmates yeah not um not that they're imaginary in the book because vampires mm -hmm. exist in the book and stuff but not this like mystical fantastical power thing like they're soulmates in the real sense of like they will choose they would choose to be together and like live yeah. this life and there's something like sad about that because could you imagine if this book, I think that she could have done just as good a job if this was just a book about a girl in high school and she meets this kid on the res and there's just normal drama of like, you're a mm -hmm. white girl and you can't date a res guy or whatever. Like, yeah, I think that with the writing that she had in Twilight, that series would have been just as successful Yeah, because she did some things. Yeah. And so I'm still a tiny bit Team Jacob, but I think that Breaking Dawn will change that. Yeah. But then whose team will I be on? Team Alice? Who knows? Oh, God. I feel like I'm bouncing on one foot and I'm trying not to fall. Team Rosalie? <sighs> no. She, she doesn't have a personality. She, she just gets crazy. What? She gets crazy in this next book. Oh, I don't remember, like, anything. Because she wants a baby. baby. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Well, okay. Here's how I feel about the Jacob Edward thing. Because, yeah, my my thought, Jacob says, says later in the book about, like, yeah, we're naturally supposed to be together, all that stuff. Right. But when you think about Edward, he says to her... I think in the book, I know in the movie he does for sure. He says, like, I was created to seduce people, to like trap them, to kill them, to entice them. Yeah. So he's created to captivate people, right? Yeah. So whenever Bella is with Edward, she's always like, I'm a magnet drawn to him. Like, I can't, I can't think about him not being around, blah, blah, blah. But when she's with Jacob, she's like, I feel safe. I feel comforted. I'm happy to see him. I hope he's well. I worry about him. But with yeah. Edward, it's like all-consuming. Like, it's like a drug. And she says that. He's like a drug. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's not healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So even though he's like worked his vampire magic, if you will, and formed this bond or connection with Bella, I don't know how real it is like it just uh but then jacob and renesme i'm just like uh, I, I hate it all i'm I so know. invested but i'm so mad <laughs> i agree uh, i'm, I'm not mad at the mad. books i'm enjoying the books but i am like so mad at the situation yeah that's what she wants Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> You did it. You made me mad. And honestly, I mean, they're both not perfect. That's for sure. But now I understand more why Christian Grey is so fucking awful. <laughs> right? But it's yeah. like E.L. James took the worst of his worst traits mm -hmm. and amplified those to make the ultimate piece of shit dude. Yeah. And people still thought it was hot. Granted, the, most of those people are girls between the age of 13 and 16 and women over 50, but yeah. still, it yeah. it worked. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. I was talking to a coworker the other day, and I was telling him that we were rereading the series, and I asked him if his wife had read the books and he was like, oh, I think she read them when, like, when they when they came out. Because I asked him, like, did she read them later in life or when they came out? And he was like, oh, I think yeah. when they came out. And so I said to him, OK, 
was she a team Jacob or a team Edward? Because it matters. And he was like, I don't think she was a team anyone. And me and the girls around me were like, that's false. You had to pick a side. You couldn't read that series and not have an opinion. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't think she was a team any that's like the ultimate dude answer and so wrong. Yeah. So unbelievably wrong. <laughs> right? But she I was feel like the someone. people Yes, the people who were team Edward were the prime demographic obviously for 50 shades of gray. Yeah. Because the people who were team Jacob would be like what the fuck is this, you know? Yeah. I don't um, even know what the Jacob equivalent would be in another book. I don't know, but these books really make me just want to read, like, shifter romances now, or, like, Omegaverse. (laughs) I know. (sighs) I know. I want some, like, werewolf stuff. Yeah. Tis the season. It is the season. (laughs) And I'm not, um, I don't know. I'm just not into, like, the cold anymore. I'm like, I like the werewolf. Warm, cozy, big. Yeah. Grr. He's going like to protect it. you and like run fast to places. And, and he like, doesn't want to eat you ever. And he eats a lot. So you know there's going to be food in the house. Oh, yeah. And you don't ever have to feel bad about getting a large fry at McDonald's. No. Boom. You get he's two. He's probably got like three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back to food. You know what I mean? Yeah. We can, can always turn back to food. Is it'll it would be like seven brides for seven brothers, except all the women would be with Emily making all this food, and then the wolves would come in and eat, 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 and he'd be like, "Hey, smack him with the spoon, use some manners, you know?" Yeah, just like in the musical, <laughs> and you would go courting. You'd have a ra- barn razor, barn raisin bee. Oh you my would. God. You would never have, have to so carry anything heavy ever again in your life. No, they would just do it all. Yeah. Oh my god. Where are the werewolves? <laughs> if you know a werewolf <laughs> and they're free to change some change some men. <laughs> they can hit us up. I don't really want to I don't want to switch my guy out, but No, me neither. And give him a little boost. Yeah, just like just just get them a little a little yeah. scared, you know? Yeah. Just a little just a little hint of fear is always, you know, good every once in a while like, "Oh, oh, I meant to change them." What? Oh! (laughs) But how do you... Oh, by a bite. Yeah. Oh, see, now we're going back to traditional werewolf lore. I got confused for a sec. I was like, you can't be changed. (laughs) You can't be changed. (laughs) Sure, we can change them, yeah. I I thought you meant, like, keep them on their toes. Like, look at this buff werewolf guy who, like, runs fast and does all these things. I mean, if that would work, too. Sure. Yeah, and can pick me up without going, ugh. The most insulting thing a man could ever do. My God. Don't grunt. Right? When you hold me, you <laughs> turd. Right? <laughs> the worst is sometimes I'll do, like, that trust fall thing, and I'll, like, make sure he's there, because he's so freaking distracted sometimes. And so I'll, like, flop, and then he catches me, he's like, ugh, and he's, like, gonna drop me. I'm like, what is the problem? You need to get him one of those like um, standing desks with the treadmills and the arm weights and stuff. Yeah, I'm not even that big. And even if I were, what's the problem here? Okay, there's this guy on TikTok and he lifts weights very sexually, but he will like thrust weights that are like 250 pounds and they're like jumping off of his hips. I'm like. You gotta show Edward. <laughs> right? Edward could do it. With his rock hips. Yeah. Well, he, when you, you landed, it would like hurt. Rocks but... <laughs> <laughs> That's all for this episode, everybody. Thank you so much for listening <laughs> to us babble on way too long about things that we think should have happened in this book vampire penises do they work how do they work <laughs> periods and vampires mm-hmm. the missed opportunity of a menage a trois <laughs> <laughs> i don't like camping but i would like that scene <laughs> if it was adult <laughs>
If you like this episode and you want to hear more from us, you can follow us on Instagram at BYO Book Podcast or on TikTok at Bring Your Own Book Podcast. And next time, we will be talking about Breaking Dawn, the final book in the Twilight Saga installment. And until next time, keep on drinking in great stories. Cheers! Next time on BYOB, the Bring Your Own Book podcast. I'd had more than my fair share of near-death experiences. It wasn't something you ever really got used to.